on a morning just like this, Jesus rose from the dead. Jesus walked out of the tomb with the power to bring true life to everyone who follows him. Here's the Easter story as it's recorded in John chapter 20, which says, Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Peter and John and said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and I don't know where they have put him. Now Mary stood outside the tomb, crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. But she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, Woman, why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out, Teacher! And Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet descended to, ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord! And she told them what he had said in these things to her. Don't you love Mary's Easter experience. Mary starts the morning with lots and lots of crying, but ends up with lots and lots of celebration and joy. But at first, Mary did a lot of crying. Mary cried when she first went to the tomb. Mary cried when she discovered that the tomb was empty. Mary even cried when the risen Jesus, when in one of those funniest lines of the Bible, was standing right next to her. And while she's talking to Jesus, she's crying, convinced that he was the gardener. But then Jesus whispered her name. And she discovers he wasn't the gardener. And this is when she experienced Easter. And maybe the same is uh, true for you. Maybe you won't really experience the power of the resurrection until you discover who Jesus is not. For instance, Jesus is not the gardener, and Jesus is not a religion. Many people, when they think of Jesus, think of ornate cathedrals and institutional rules and legalistic duties and religious rituals. But the truth is, Jesus is not a religion. In fact, Jesus came to make religion unnecessary. Religion is man's attempt to reach out to God by works. Religion is man's search for God in human effort. And God came to us in the person of Jesus to make this religion unnecessary. Where religion is us reaching out to God, Jesus is God enthusiastically reaching out to us. Jesus is the opposite of stuffy religion. 
If you read the Bible, you know that Jesus saved his harshest words for hypocrites who judged people with religious pride and made God sound formal and far off. Jesus is the most winsome person who has ever lived, and he knows you, and he wants to be your friend. And if you listen, you will hear him whisper your name, telling you that he died on the cross because you can't earn your way to God through religious effort. But he is the way to a friendship with God. And he's calling you to follow him and not religion. If you listen, like Mary, you'll hear him speak your name and you'll experience Easter with the discovery that Jesus is not a religion. Jesus is not the gardener. Jesus is not a religion. And Jesus is not just history. Many people think of Jesus as a historical figure who is only important because of what he did 2,000 years ago. And of course, what Jesus did and said uh, in history constitutes the most important thing that has ever happened on this planet. But the thing about Jesus is that he never stopped doing and speaking. Jesus isn't just history, because he is even more active on earth now than the day he rose from the grave. Jesus doesn't belong to the past. He belongs to this second. And if you listen, you'll hear him whispering your name right now. Jesus wants to show you that he is not just history, but he is truth for today. And he is able to give you true power for what you're facing right now. He wants to give you peace over worry and fear right now. He wants to give you victory over anger and bitterness and relief from grief and guilt and regret and give you meaning and purpose and real joy right now. And if you listen, Jesus is whispering your name today. Like Mary, you'll experience Easter when you discover that Jesus is not just history. Jesus is not the gardener. Jesus is not a religion, not just history. And one more thing. Jesus is not dead. What we read earlier from John's Gospel is truth. Three days after paying for sins with his blood on the cross, Jesus rose to life and walked out of the tomb. Jesus is not dead. He is alive. Jesus conquered death so that everyone who follows him can leave this life and walk into eternal life in heaven. In John chapter 14, Jesus declares this, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. This is who Jesus is. Jesus is not a religion. He's the way to a relationship with God. Jesus is not just history. He is the truth who gives true power for what you face today. And Jesus is not dead. He is the life and is able to make you alive for all eternity. And this is not just 
theoretical theology. Have you heard of uh, Louis Zamperini? Uh, his life is uh, chronicled in the best-selling book, Unbroken, which Time magazine uh, named the best book of 2010. Lewis grew up in Los Angeles and became a long-distance runner who uh, ran for the United States in the 1936 Olympics. Then he enlisted in World War II as an airman. In April 1942, Zamperini and his air crew crashed in the Pacific Ocean, and out of eight uh, men on that plane, only three survived, along with uh, Lewis and two others. And after 47 days floating on a raft, fighting off dehydration and starvation and constant shark attacks, Zamperini made it to land, but was immediately captured by the Japanese military. For the next three years, Zamperini suffered as a prisoner of war. He was thrown into conditions of unspeakable filth. He was tortured. He was humiliated. He was routinely beaten. He was forced into slave labor. He was starved. And when he got food, it was indescribably awful. Zamperini survived this ordeal and was liberated near the end of the war. Today, he is 96 years old, and I saw him on the Jay Leno show about seven months ago, and Lewis was asked, did anything good come out of your suffering as a prisoner of war? And his immediate response was, yes, it prepared me for 55 years of married life. <laughs> I, uh, what a guy. Uh, but Zamperini also told Leno the same thing that comes out of his biography, and that is that when he came home from the war, he was tormented with inner rage and bitterness. He was especially filled with hatred for the sadistic prison guard named The Bird, who systematically tortured and beat him. And at home every night, Lewis was strangling the bird in his dreams. And then he would wake up realizing that he was choking his pregnant wife. He became an alcoholic, but booze only made him even more miserable. When it came to Jesus, Lewis uh, always assumed that Jesus was a religion. Jesus was just history. Jesus was dead. But one night he went to a stadium and he heard Billy Graham explain that Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. And that night, Lewis heard the risen Jesus whisper his name. And Lewis responded in faith and started following Christ. And filled with this newfound joy, he sensed God calling him to start a new life by getting rid of all his booze. And his house was full of hundreds of bottles. He had bottles of liquor, bottles of champagne, and uh, he had one bottle of a 300-year-old cognac. Uh, really expensive. And uh, Lewis knew what God was calling him to do. He took that liquor and poured it down the drain. He took the champagne and poured it down the drain. He took that 300-year-old cognac and he returned it for a whole lot of money. Uh, he says that God was calling him to be a Christian, not crazy. Uh, with Jesus' power in his life, Zamperini was totally set free from the alcohol addiction that was ruining his life. Jesus also gave him the power to do something and go somewhere he never thought possible. 
God called Lewis to go back to Japan with the same message of love and forgiveness that had set him free. So he went to Japan and he spoke to thousands about Jesus, including hundreds of his former prison camp guards. And Zamperini told them how after the war he had been imprisoned by bitterness and hatred, but how God's forgiveness in Jesus had set him free. And then Zamperini embraced the men who tortured him. He hugged them and gave them his complete love and forgiveness. And scores of those prison guards turned to Jesus. Louis Zamperini, you know, probably has the most dramatic life story of anyone alive today. Yet, if he were here, he would say that his life's most important moment was that moment when he heard Jesus whisper his name. And he realized that Jesus was not a religion, not history, and not dead. And I wonder if maybe today is the most important moment in your life story. I wonder if this is the moment you hear Jesus whisper your name. And like Mary, you experience Easter because you realize who Jesus is. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Let's pray. Louis Zamperini's life started turning around when he realized that Jesus is alive. And he just spoke to him in a silent prayer. And you know, you could start a life-changing relationship with God just by speaking to Jesus in your heart, not out loud. Just silently say something like this. Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross to set me free. I believe that you rose again. And I want to learn what it means to follow you. Jesus, thank you for being here right now. Thank you that you have shown us that you are not the gardener. You are not a religion. You're not just history. And you're not dead. Would you please set us free in a whole new way through your resurrection power today? Amen.